Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast for April 26, 2021. Friday, April 30th, 2021, marks President Biden's 100th day in office. And while the administration has made many promises to modernize the immigration system, change the narrative on immigration, and enact comprehensive and compassionate immigration reform, it has been exceptionally slow to deliver meaningful changes that positively impact foreign nationals. So this is the immigration report card for President Biden's first 100 days. And this author is giving the Biden administration an A for effort, but a C- for execution. To date, many of the changes made by the Biden administration have had little, if any, immediate and positive impact on the lives of foreign nationals and immigration law professionals. The Biden administration has asked immigration-related federal agencies such as USCIS, the DOL, CBP, ICE, and the U.S. Department of State to suspend and review its regulatory processes on all pending rules. In addition, the Biden administration has undertaken a comprehensive review of the Trump administration's immigration policies. In our view, that's a good thing, of course, and these efforts have resulted, in some cases, in deleterious rules being withdrawn, while others that would cause significant harm were merely postponed. Some of these changes include, for example, On February 8, 2021, USCIS simply delayed the effective date of the wage-based selection for H-1B registrations until December 31, 2021. On February 24, 2021, the White House revoked the immigrant visa ban created by the Trump administration under Proclamations 10014, 20052, and 10131. On March 15, 2021, After significant litigation, USCIS rescinded the public charge rule implemented under the Trump administration and restored the previous public charge rule. On March 22, 2021, USCIS withdrew a proposed rule that would have increased the affidavit of support requirements. Also on March 22, the Department of Labor simply delayed for 18 months, the new rule computing prevailing wage rates at a significantly higher level. While the optics of these notable changes look positive, foreign nationals and immigration law professionals remain mired in and exhausted by an immigration system that is broken. We continue to experience historical backlogs. In February 2021, We reported that there was a combined backlog of more than 470,000 immigrant petitions and applications for adjustment of status in the processing queue at the USCIS Dallas and Phoenix lockbox facilities waiting to be receded. It's now the end of April, and there are reports of foreign nationals who have not yet received receipt notices for their petitions and applications for cases filed four to six months ago in October November, and December of 2020. We continue to experience historical delays in USCIS processing times. Based on USCIS published processing time reports, for example, Form I-765, Application for Employment Authorization, or EAD, for an H-4 or L-2 spouse is taking between 5 to 15 months, that's over a year, while an EAD with a pending I-485 application is taking between 6 to 15 months, also over a year, to be adjudicated. Listeners should keep in mind that by law, the earliest a foreign national can file an EAD application 
is six months before it expires. So this current system means that foreign nationals who follow all the rules and file six months in advance may actually have to be terminated from their jobs for up to nine months until a new EAD is issued. And this means that foreign nationals who depend on EADs to work will have extensive interruptions in employment, which will result in U.S. companies losing essential workers and families losing their ability to financially support themselves. Such delays make it impossible for companies to maintain a reliable workforce and for families to provide the basic necessities of life, such as food and shelter. Another example, Form I-824, Application for Action on an Approved Application or Petition, which is required in some cases to apply for a green card or lawful permanent resident status abroad. That's taking between 7 to 317 months. Yes, you heard me right. That's up to 26 years to adjudicate. A lot can happen in 26 years. If it's an employment-based petition, an employer may go out of business, or the principal beneficiary may become too old to work, or may die. If it's a family-based petition, the family member may become too old to work in order to show that they can provide financial support to the foreign national family member, or may die. And yet another example, Form I-140, Immigrant Petition for Alien Worker. Seeking multinational manager classification for managers and executives of multinational companies is currently taking between 8.5 to 53 months. We'll do the math for you on that one too. That's more than four years to adjudicate. Such processing times will make it increasingly difficult for U.S. employers to attract and retain highly skilled and talented employees who contribute significantly to the U.S. economy. We also continue to experience extensive requests for evidence, RFEs, on employment-based non-immigrant visa petitions for H-1B professionals, L-1A managers and executives, and L-1B specialized knowledge employees. In many instances, the RFEs are issued on extensions, where USCIS already approved the exact same petition three years ago for the same employer, employee, and job, but is now claiming that the employer employee and job suddenly do not meet the statutory and regulatory requirements, where there has been no change in the law. Moreover, such RFEs request copies of the exact same documentation already provided to USCIS. Such unnecessary RFEs result in a significant waste of resources and time for the USCIS officer, the employer, and the immigration professional, as well as significantly increasing the costs to U.S. employers to recruit and retain a highly specialized and talented workforce. In the context of business and family immigration law, the Biden administration has publicly stated its support, but we have yet to see any meaningful, positive changes that have prioritized immigrants and immigration. Moreover, the Biden administration has failed to keep many of its promises with regard to refugees, asylees, and family reunification. On April 16, 2021, President Biden refused to raise the refugee cap, reversing an earlier promise to do so, which was very disappointing. The cap for refugees for fiscal year 2021, established by the Trump administration, will remain at 15,000. President Biden pledged to reunite the 445 children separated from their parents by the Trump administration by bringing their deported parents back to the United States. 
While the Biden administration did form a task force, not one of the deported parents has been brought back to the United States to date. President Biden promised to hold the Trump administration accountable for separating migrant families, which he stated was, quote, criminal, end quote. To date, the administration has taken no action to investigate and determine who was responsible. We recognize that there are many competing priorities that the Biden administration is confronting, from the COVID-19 pandemic to our nation's economic recovery. Immigrants and immigration have served and will continue to serve in our nation's recovery and strength. On his first day in office, President Biden announced plans to send a progressive and bold immigration bill to Congress in the coming weeks that will embrace immigrants as an essential part of our society instead of criminalizing and marginalizing them, as has been the situation in the last four years. We are urging the Biden administration to keep its promises and start enacting real policies and legislation to reform our broken immigration system and provide real changes and significant relief. Changing the narrative is a nice start. Reforming the system so that it actually works is far more meaningful. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.